Welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Reconsider, where we rewind our favorite movies and reconsider them, except not today, because we are continuing our Merry Christensen Miss and watching another Hayden Christensen movie. I'm your host, Neo Gravidor, and I'm joined by my husband and loving partner, Harrison Fagan, who has brought us a Hayden Christensen movie. Yeah. No, I, I don't know why you're saying not today. This is one of my favorite movies. Oh, okay. Go for it. No, it's not actually. But I, I, I you know, I liked it okay when it came out. I, I think, you know, it, it. I'm bringing us the classic Looper. It's Jumper. Jumper. Why do you keep calling it Looper? I don't know. I just, That's a whole different movie. The movie you know, Jumper though. But, Jumper. I mean, Looper with Hayden Christensen. Different movie. Looper? Yeah. The what? Bruce Willis, Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie yeah. about time-traveling hitmen. Yeah, Hayden Christensen wasn't in that. No, I know. I'm just saying it would be a different movie. Imagine if he was playing the Bruce Willis character. Anyways, we're watching Jumper <laughs> with a J. Yeah. Uh, what can you tell me about this movie? So it's about a man named Hayden Christensen. I don't know his character's name. Uh, and he can his, he has a superpower where he is able to jump, a.k.a. teleport, anywhere he wants to go with just a thought. Uh, and there's a religious cult led by Samuel L. Jackson that hunts these jumpers because they think they're like godless abominations, I think. And they just like want to kill them. But Oh, also, so there's other he, people out there that can do this. Yes, there's multiple jumpers. And also like Hayden Christensen, uh, you know, is... Is he a chosen one character? Well, no, he just tries to like steal money all the time. That's oh. sort of like his job is like he robs banks because it's pretty easy to rob a bank. If you can yeah. just imagine yourself inside the bank vault and just take the money. That's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when did this come out? Uh, that is a good question. It came out in 2008. Oof. Peak of Hayden Christensen sanity. Really now? Yeah, Christian sanity. Christian sanity. Yeah. Uh, did you watch this in the theaters? Yes, I did. Oh, wow. I also read the prequel slash spinoff novel Jesus about Christ. Jamie Bell's character in, and the events of his life leading up to this movie. Oh, there's a spinoff here. And it was really good. And it never got a sequel. Yeah. Hmm. No, it did not get a sequel. I'm kind of not surprised. Oh, okay. Yeah. So do you think this movie is going to hold up? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think there was some interesting world building, uh, but you can definitely see why Hayden Christensen is not really, has not really been a successful leading man outside of the Star Wars franchise. Oof. Okay. Wow. You were going to say that during uh, Christensen-ness. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just saying like he, you know, he, he, he has his strengths as like a character actor. Uh, but you know, we'll see. All right. Yeah, he's we'll be basically like, what if Anakin Skywalker could teleport? If you've ever wondered that, this, this is the you? movie for you because he's just playing Anakin Skywalker who can teleport. All right. Well, I will be the judge of that. All uh, right. and we'll be right back. All right. And we are back. We just watched the Hayden Christensen classic film Jumper and Mia is going to do the 60 second summary because she has never seen this masterpiece before. And Mia, are you are you ready? Are you prepared to summarize the really complicated plot of this movie in 60 seconds? Do you think you can do it? Uh, Sure. I can okay. try. All right. I believe in you. Go. Okay, so we start off, it's a guy in high school, a boy in high school, and he's trying to give this girl a snow globe, and a bully comes by and throws it into a frozen lake. He goes and tries to get it, and he gets stuck underneath the lake, and then he somehow teleports to a library, and that's where we start. That's Hayden Christensen's character. He's a jumper, that's what they're called. So then we go to Hayden Christensen, he's living the high life, he's stealing money, he's doing all this stuff, and all of a sudden, Samuel L. Jackson comes, and he's all like, you are a jumper, and you need to die. And so he's like, oh, no, that's not right. And then he goes and finds his 
little high school girlfriend and he's like do you want to go to rome and she's like sure let's so they go to rome but then samuel jackson and his cronies uh start following him and then they meet another guy who's a jumper and this jumper was all like i want to kill samuel jackson and hayden christensen's like okay but i just want to save my girlfriend but then at the end uh samuel jackson gets stuck in a cave and then we see Kristen stewart at the end the end Okay, well, I mean, you really skipped over, like, almost the entire second half of the movie. Yeah, but... but other than, you know, Kristen Stewart making a 30-second appearance, I won't even call it a cameo, because she just wasn't famous at that point. Like, I don't think... Right? Like, it's not... I, I think that was just a role she got. I don't think it was like... They're like, oh, this will be fun. We'll put Kristen Stewart in here. Set up future franchises. Yeah. Uh, no, she was in Panic Room with Jodie Foster. Okay, so yeah, she was not, like, a huge actress yet. No, I think this was pre-Twilight. Uh, oh, it's definitely pre-Twilight if she was in that small of a role. True. Yeah. But yeah, no, I feel like I got most of it. Yeah, well, you I mean, you skipped over the whole part where Jamie Bell's character, Griffin, the other jumper, was trying to use a gigantic bomb. I'm not going to say nuclear bomb, but it was a pretty big bomb that he was just going to, like, bomb a Canadian apartment complex with because uh, no, it's no. like well there's a bunch of like evil people there so you know if other people die whatever i mean no i i know i skipped him okay. i don't like him oh <laughs> i mean i don't think you're supposed to like him he's sort of the antagonist or one of the antagonists kind of but not really and it's like a fucking pick a lane movie like <laughs> i don't know this movie was pretty mid as hell okay well before we get to that can we get into uh, like was there anything that you liked about this movie um, I think the concept was cool having like people, a person like, you know, what would they do? What would a regular person do if they could teleport anywhere? And like they show that Hayden Christensen's like uh, doing, you know, stuff that he likes to do. He's just, you know, sitting on top of the, the Sphinx or, you know, just going to Paris or, you know, doing stuff. Um, the fight scenes were kind of cool. But other than that, I feel like this movie was kind of forgettable. So I have never been so insulted in my entire life oh, in the history of this podcast. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I I thought this movie was good. I, I definitely, you know, I I am I'm coming into this with a little bit of rose colored glasses yes. of liking it when I was younger. I definitely do not think that it was as good as I thought it was when I originally saw it. I think like in high school or early community college or whatever. It was around that era. Um, you know, but yeah, I thought that sort of like you said, like the the concept was cool. I thought the world building was really cool. How they sort of slow, like th this movie is not that long. It's about ninety minutes or so. Hour and, and a half, yeah. Yeah, hour and a half. Uh, yeah, that's ninety minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How many minutes in an hour, Mia? Sixty. Okay. Okay. How many minutes in half an hour? Ninety. No. <laughs> oh my god. Wait. Oh, thirty minutes. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Well. I don't... Much like Hayden Christensen's character in Jumper, you also flunked Algebra. But, yes. um, yeah. I, I thought the world building in this movie was cool. I thought that the way that they sort of, in a quick movie, sort of weaved in a lot of the sort of rules and lore of the universe without sort of... You know, I feel like now in blockbusters, they are like, all right, here is our hour and a half long origin setup of this movie and then the second half is like okay here's the movie this is an, also another hour and a half by the way yeah um i feel like i have to disagree with you on that the world building kind of sucked because it really didn't give you much it was just like these people can jump why mm -mm. It, they trust you to figure it out they're these, like you don't these, need to know why these other people are killing jumpers why 
God should God because only... they're religious. They're religious That's fanatics. It? But like, yeah, where like, did the start? How power. did these people come to power? Well, like, but where they are hint they? at it through the death. You're just sort of dropped into this world, and they hint at it. They're like, oh, they did the witch trials. They did the Spanish Inquisition. You know, all of these were cover ups for them killing jumpers. When the fuck did it say that? Jamie Bell mentioned that. If you weren't on your phone for half this movie, you might have paid attention well, to he more was of on the sc- I, in they, line universe building. I just hated him so much. I just kind of tuned out anytime his character was on screen. Yeah, I can tell. So I'm <laughs> No, glad but that- I think this movie suffers from like thinking it's going to get a sequel, so you have all these open-ended... like. It definitely does suffer from that, I will say. And uh, it's I- like, what? And, though, and the ending was so lackluster. It was just like, that's how we're going to end it? Yeah. Yeah. So you're sort of breaking form out of the podcast here. We're supposed to. Talk I know, but about I'm making we... I'm making a point of that. This okay. world building is not as good as you think. All right. It is. Well, can, can we can we come back to that? Okay. Okay. So I thought that you know there they had some cool you know I know you missed it because you were on your phone during all the Jamie Bell scenes, but uh, apparently, <laughs> but uh, you know they did build in that this is like a long running rivalry between these two groups in this world. They they I, I think the movie made a conscious choice that it's like. It doesn't really matter where they got these powers from, whatever. Like, they have them. That's not the most interesting thing here. The most interesting thing is this secret society hunting them down. And I thought that, you know, the movie was... What else did I have as a positive? Yeah, mostly just that, I guess. Um, I I thought the world building was cool. I thought the concept of the movie was cool. I thought that like I agree with you that a lot of it was well shot I I do think that some of the visual effects have not aged the best you know in terms of there was like one screen where you laughed out loud uh, yeah scene it was where really you laughed bad out louder, really bad green screen yeah. on Jamie Bell like behind him he's like supposed to be on top of a building and you can tell that it's like literally shot in like a an studio empty, like it, his hair is like barely animated you can almost like see the outline of what was actually behind him yeah yeah um lighting it, wasn't right yeah it was just it was like there were parts of it like that that were really bad that it's almost like the Star Wars prequels uh same you know era basically where it sort of takes you out of it for a second you're like oh man this is like this is rough green screen usage here but I thought the teleporting effect because it's so low tech it was basically just them like you know disappearing and yeah sort of like them cutting away almost like the teleportation effect was really cool i thought that you know the fight scenes of them sort of bringing objects in to fight the guy like how do you make a cinema how do you make teleporting a cinematic sort of fight scene without everyone being nightcrawler where they're like a kung fu master or whatever (laughs) and it's like the answer is that they sort of use their momentum to bring objects from places to you know hit people by you know running fast and then teleporting themselves into the air and using that momentum I, I you know overall i thought that you know uh, stunt coordinator deserves a race hope they went on to do great things i don't know who it was but i bet they i have did. no idea either yeah um I, yeah uh, i think anyway I, I enjoyed the sci-fi-ness of this although i do agree with you that you know some of the performances that the movie is sort of leaning on can were maybe not the best and so i guess that's where we can get into the negatives of this movie. I know you've been just like, you you, you all can't see her, but Mia's like the meme of the kid with the veins popping out <laughs> of his forehead during all this praise that I've been giving this movie. And I know that she's ready to unleash. You know, you've held it in long enough. All of, okay, I don't know, like six minutes since we did the six, uh, 60 second summary. So you're good. You're off the leash. Okay. What did you hate about it? Oh my god, every character was so fucking boring. The only person that was like- Disagree somewhat cool was a samuel l jackson character but like every time he was on screen his hair is 
blinding white and it just looks so fucking stupid. It's just not a good choice for, you know, a cost. It just looks weird. What is he like? Like, it is sort of funny how the movie acknowledges how distinct he looks. As it's like literally, it's Samuel L. Jackson with like white hair, blonde to the point of white hair. Yeah, and, but it's cut short. It's like, but it's yeah, it's like shaved close, like military cut style. And he and like every single character that he interacts with, they're like, oh yeah, the the the, the black guy with the, the white black hair. guy with the white hair. He yeah. was just here. Yeah. And it's like okay, this guy would not be the greatest covert operative because. Yeah. He is, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's really distinctive. Very distinctive. And he look. keeps going around being like, ah, oh, no. Like you're not going to forget that you saw this guy. No. You know, the guy walking around in a in a muscle-bound turtleneck sweater yeah, with, some weird, with the like, bleached white yeah. hair. I just like how he's going around the movie and like, he's just like, oh, I'm part of the CIA. And people are just like, oh, No, he enough. kept changing government agencies. I know, but, but people would just believe it. Depending on who he was it. talking to. I thought that was, like, that that was, was a nice funny. little detail. Like he's like, I'm from the IRS. And the guy's like, oh, okay, yeah, come on in. Or he's like, yeah, I'm part of the N... Oh my NSA. God. I almost said NWA. <laughs> NSA. Um, and they're just like, oh, okay, well, you know. Just shows to, it goes to show that, you know, people can just... If they exude enough confidence and authority, people are just going to be like, oh, yeah, no, that's, this guy's in charge. And... I don't know. That's yeah. And then if they don't, he just does like a little quick punch and breaks their nose and knocks them unconscious, and then like walks into the interrogation room with no one else questioning him. Yeah. Um. But other than his character, everyone else. Was... I. You know, Samuel L. Jackson. If you like Samuel L. Jackson, you will like him in this movie. He's, he's doing a little the Samuel to- L. Jackson thing. Mm, nah, I feel like he's a little toned down in this one. But he, he just wasn't allowed to say mother mother effer. I won't make you bleep it. Motherfucker. <laughs> okay, you could delete it. No. Um. But every every other character was just like either really annoying or just like bland as like you know flour as a seasoning. I disagree. I thought that he gave a pretty strong performance. I thought that Jamie Bell gave a strong performance as the other jumper. No, you could they they didn't give him a lot of lines and dialogue to work with to sort of flesh out his character. But I thought he did what he could with the material that he was presented with, where you could tell that this is a guy who has suffered a lot. He's become a bit of a nihilist. What he is? No, he's just annoying. He's just all like, "Oh, I'm on my own. I'm British." His parents got killed in front of him when he was five. Okay, yeah, but that doesn't mean you have to By be a, a secret dick. religious cult. Exactly. I mean. Back Batman's parents got killed in front of him. He wasn't a fucking dick like this guy. I mean, Batman sort of is a dick. Yeah. That's no, like sort of but the whole at least he's all like, Batman I want to save people. A well-adjusted. I mean, this that's the other thing too. These people have all these powers, and it, it's it's funny because they show on the TV that there's these people like in a flood, and they're like, oh my god, how are they going to get saved? It would take some sort of miracle to save these people. And, and then, then what Hayden is Hayden Christensen's, Christensen's like, character goodbye. turns off the TV? <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that shit. Just to show that he's not a superhero. He's yeah, very no. self-interested. And that he, the two people that are jumpers have to be white guys you know why why do they get to have all the fun there no the other jumper at the beginning of the movie was uh was asian was he yeah hmm. i don't know they didn't flesh out on that but it's just like i don't <laughs> no, know you just weren't watching <laughs> you want to blast this movie this no like i do i just you weren't even okay. paying attention no this is the second oh movie God. i've seen hate- do you all see what i have to no, do no 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 the no, amount no. of details that i the notes I'm getting that the i take picture. when she is i'm getting the bigger picture coming up with a movie she's like she's like playing disney bejeweled on her phone <laughs> the whole time and then is trying to bluff her way through the podcast no i'm not bluffing okay Hayden Christian's character, like, he's supposed to be that cool, like, kind of charming, but, like... I guess we should get into his portrayal since, you know, it's, like, the whole reason we're doing this podcast. I don't know. His, his, like, 
I don't know, the way he talked and like the way he acted, he was like too cool for stuff. And I don't know, it just like grated me. It gave me the ick where I was just like, you need to fucking stop because so you're not as cool as you think you are. His character might be one of the dumbest fictional characters I think that we've ever encountered in the history of this podcast. And that really is saying something. Like, it, not non-comedy movie division. I, I'm talking, you know, like, in, you know, a, a, a universe where people are supposed to sort of know the rules and make sense. This man, it takes him teleporting twice for him to be like, oh my god, I just teleported. Yeah, and he teleports to a fucking library because twice. that's the only place he felt safe. He was an abused child. And he took solace in the library. You can get all this from the scenery if you're watching the movie. Fucking nerd. No, what do you mean scenery? His dad was completely fine. He gave him a roof over his head. He looked like he ate three square He meals. has multiple deadbolts on his door yeah. to keep from his drunk dad breaking into the room. Okay, I mean, like, we're not all perfect, you know? Oh my god. <laughs> but anyway, he, he, you know, it takes him teleporting accidentally twice for him to have the exposition out loud. Wow, I just teleported, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, he... But it's funny because because his mom... No, no, no. Hold on. Okay. So we're going to get to that. He, you know, it, we're supposed to believe... At first, my, my major bone to pick with this movie was going to be like, how did this dude avoid detection for eight years? He robs a bank. He's yeah. just like teleporting everywhere in plain sight constantly. No mask. All the time. Face, you know, full face. <laughs> yeah. He, at one point, the reason Jamie Bell's character Griffin discovers that there's another jumper here and that he's another jumper and starts sort of following him around to keep an eye on him. And but you originally think to sort of save him, but he's actually just doing it because it's like this idiot, he's going to draw in paladins and I can kill them when they try to kill oh, him. Oh, that's the cult. That's like the weird cult. That, yeah. The like, Samuel L. Jackson religious cult that believes that paladin. jumpers should not have that power. power. Why? Yeah. Because only God should have that power. Yeah. yeah because, you know. God knows how to teleport. They're, so. No, they're basically like, you know, they're like, they're the Templars. It's your stereotypical secret society. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me where he's just the like. commentary on religious extremism. I mean, they could use that for good, you know? They can like round the, like, you know, get these jumpers and maybe try to turn them into like superheroes or something. But they're like, no, we have to kill them all. Yeah, because they, they, he, he says that you all go bad eventually. Maybe okay. they've tried. I don't know. You See, this know. movie doesn't go into it. Yeah. Very, it's a very surface level movie. Well, anyway, the reason that Jamie Bell notices him is because he teleports in a crowded bar, not for any real reason that he needs to. He just doesn't want to walk around a table to go flirt with this one girl that he ends up sleeping with. And so you're like, and, and how leaving. has this man avoided detection for all of I these years? He is a, gla a, gra a grade A moron. Yeah. And then it turns out that his mom is also one of these paladins. And so she's just been like covering up his tracks. Yeah. And his mom, who has shown up in literally two scenes in this movie. Played by Diane Lane. That's it. Two scenes. Yeah. Barely. And you sort of, you're like, and then you're supposed to believe, based on his reaction to all this, that like, oh, you abandoned me. You did this. It's like, bro, she's been spending her whole life, like, covering up you being an idiot and constantly and just, like, teleporting in full view of cameras. And, you know, I, I assume that this woman is the busiest woman alive. Oh, and, yeah. No. Yeah. Well, then she also told him, she's like, yeah, well, you teleported at age five. And so I either had to kill you or leave. So, like, at age five. Only two options. Yeah, I guess so. Um, don't give him up for adoption or anything. Just stay with his drunk dad, I guess. Um, who doesn't seem that bad? Because towards the end, he seems like he's like, I'm really sorry. We actually, I don't think you find out if his dad lives or not. He teleports oh, yeah. him to a hospital after Jesus. Samuel L. Jackson 
I think beats him up. It's off camera, it's so off you cam- don't know. Yeah, because this movie's all like, we'll figure it out later in the next movie. Yeah, I guess and in then, the sequel we find out uh-oh. if Michael Rooker... I, I, I personally hope that they have a long... You know, this is the era of, you know, streaming services giving us long-awaited sequels. I, I think no. that Jumper Nation, no. I think that we can get a sequel done to this movie. Well, fun fact, there is a spinoff series on YouTube that got two seasons. Wait, really? I'm dead serious. Oh, man, I kind of want to watch this. It's kind of like in the world of Jumper, but it's not... I don't know. Hayden Christensen, does he show up? No. Oh, disappointing. Yeah. Right? I may have to watch this anyway. Sounds um, great. But anyway, yeah, sorry, you were criticizing his character and his portrayal. I don't know. With Hayden Christensen, he's like, he's such like a beautiful man that like, he just doesn't emote very well because I guess beautiful people just don't like give like ugly faces to emote. It's just like this, he's just like a plain face. And every time he de- delivers his lines, it's just no emotion. Yeah. And his voice, does it change any? No, it just... Same emotion, like same voice, same emotion. I could see why he didn't really get that far in his career. Yeah, so I mean, you could kind of see this movie very much thought it was going to be a blockbuster and like a franchise setup based on the ending where his mom's like, I'll give you a head start. And, you know, they're setting up like, you know, him and this girl, him and Rachel Bilson's character are on the run. And, you know, that he leaves Samuel L. Jackson alive to show that he's different. And it's like, oh, how does that come into play? He literally says he's all like, I'm different. He literally said, I'm built he's, different. He's built different. I'm like, yeah. fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> but yeah, it's sort of dragged down by the main character is fundamentally sort of, I mean, he's written sort of stupid, which isn't Hayden Christensen's fault, but he doesn't really help by giving him, you know, imbuing him with a ton of charisma. There's actually one part in this movie where, you know, he's supposed to be delivering like, you know, this like sort of funny line or sort of, you know, like observational, not observational humor, but, you know, like conversational humor, I guess, with Rachel Bilson's character, Millie, where, you know, he's claiming that he didn't lie to her. The money that he has, it did come from a bank. He is in banking. It came from, it did come from a bank. A few banks, actually. <laughs> yeah. Or he, she, but he's he like, just, I'm he a- sounds like he's reading off a cue card yeah. in every single, yeah. you know, they just, it, it's kind of funny because if you watch this movie, you'd be like, these two people have absolutely zero chemistry. And then it will blow your mind to learn that they fell in love <laughs> during the course of this movie and are now married with multiple children. Uh, no, they're actually divorced. They got divorced in 2017. Oh, no. Love is dead. Love is fucking dead. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> I was not expecting to learn that on this podcast. Yeah. That's brutal. Fun fact. Um. <laughs> oh, man. That's so sad. Sorry. I'm so I really, sorry. I, I thought those two crazy kids were going to make it. Yeah. Well, speaking of Rachel Bilson, um, you know, I'm not like, I've only seen her in like a couple films and like. She's a bad actress. I'll, yeah, I'll just, I'll say I'm going to say that right now. Yeah, she, um, I mean, she, yeah, she's pretty to look at. And so is Hayden Christensen. So I feel like if Hayden Christensen and was just in a movie where he didn't talk and just showed up, I think I would be like, yeah, this is, this is a really good role for Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Yeah, but Rachel Bilson's character, Millie Bobby Brown, is what I called her in my <laughs> mind because her name is Millie, um, is one of the dumbest bitches I've ever seen on screen. Mia, <laughs> she, this guy, this one of her childhood like lovers, where he just fucking disappeared in a lake, frozen lake. We don't know where he went. Yeah, you know she doesn't either. He just walks into no, the bar. No, he drowned. And he comes in, doesn't question where he's been. She's like, oh, how's it going? She's like, yeah, I noticed you staring at me for the last 45 yeah. minutes. Would you not have called the police? Yeah. If someone that you thought was dead. I would be seeing like, I'd be like, screaming. They I'm were like, sitting exactly. in the corner of the bar just staring at you for 45 minutes. And I'd be you like, this? the ghosts are real. 
I gotta call ghost ghost uh, hunters. Gotta or, call the Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters are who are you gonna call? Yeah, Ghostbusters. Anyways, um, so he just comes up. She's like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while. And he's like, yeah, how are you been? She's like, oh, I just work here. And he's like, oh, I'm a banker. And she says, well, how did you get into that? And he's like, well, I kind of fell into it. (laughs) 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 That's when I knew I fucking hated this character. But then he's all like, hey, you want to go to Rome? And she's like, Rome? I've always wanted to go to Rome. He's like, yeah, let's go. And it just cuts to them in a taxi in, in Rome. So she's just like... No, this... they, I mean, they got on the flight first, but it didn't just cut to them on a taxi in Rome. It literally did. You no, did they... not see them on the flight. No, you do. Yeah, no, you, you don't. see them get on the... Again, you were looking on no, your no, phone. No, 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 no. Yeah, they did you... not. They yeah, did not. You do. They did not. You see this flight. Oh, okay. I'm shaking on that because they did not. Okay. So this bitch is working at a bar in her hometown. She drops everything for this guy that she thought was dead to go to Rome. Who's paying for this? He's going to pay for it, I guess. And yeah, no, he's he's clearly paying for it. Yeah, no but she's just she's like, like, I'm down. Let's go. It's like, well, hold on. Hold on. You need to put some, like, vacation time in. You need to alert your At mom. a bar? Yeah, a bar. No, you don't need to put vacation time in. You just leave. You need to just leave. But, like, come on. It's like, if someone just came up to you and was like, hey, remember we used to hang out in middle school? Let's go to Rome. Would you be like, I mean, if I had yeah. had a childhood crush on them, maybe. See, that's, I don't know. I mean, what are they going to do to you in Rome? Like, maybe, like if, maybe like he's going like, to like sell Like, if you and I had not gotten together in college, and then, like, 10 years later, you showed up on my... At, at, no questions at asked. At the bar I no, was working with, and you're like, you hey, you want to go to Rome? I'd be like, you paying? All right, cool. I don't know. I'm in. That's sketch as hell, because, like, who knows? Like, maybe he's part of the mafia or something, and then you're just going to be part of that, too, and then all of a sudden the people you know and love are falling out of windows. Yeah, well, but, you know, she... No. She's dumb. You know why she's done? So she's like, oh, I want to go to Coliseum. And he's like, oh, no, it's closed. And she's like, oh, okay, whatever. Why well, I got to see it outside, which it should have stopped there. But he's like, no, I need to impress this chick. So he's going, jumping his, doing his little jumping thing and opening doors. And she's like, no, we shouldn't go in. Okay, let's go inside. Like, do you know, like, do you know that, like, Italian jail is worse than American jail? Like, do you even know that? Do you know that? No, but, like, I would be is very that, scared. I, I, would, I would assume, based on the there's state literally of a our, TV uh, show. all the stories written about our uh, our carceral system, that no, I would a, not assume that Italian jail is worse. No, there's a there's a TV show out there, a TV series called Locked Up Abroad, and it's, like, all these horror stories of, like, tourists getting locked up in a different country. Okay, just but the in whole, Italy? Like, the whole you know, mess I'm, of it, though. It's, like, you I'm have just, to go through yeah, the Yeah, no, embassy. I mean, it definitely would be a mess, but... I, I would not, not want to do that. So she's just, like... Not even I mean, I wouldn't want to go to prison anywhere is my point. I'm not like, oh, yeah. this is going to be worse But then going to prison Italy. where, like, you can't even speak the language, you don't know what's going on, that's scary. That's so, so you're, scary. You're not allowed to learn a new language, you know? Oh, you want to learn sometimes it in, life, in jail? Sometimes life presents opportunities. You learn a new language in from jail. your cool roommate Mario and his brother <laughs> Luigi, yeah. you know? They keep telling they keep telling you, I'm going to kill you, but you don't know what that means. You're like, yeah, cool. Exactly. You, Are you telling me lunch is ready? That's what they're saying? Yes. Oh, Okay. And then you die. You're like, oh, I like the pizza. And then yeah, hopefully they don't stab you, you know? I don't know. <laughs> if I were her, I was like, no. So then they're going around. He's opening doors. She's like, oh, was that door open? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, okay. So she keeps going. No, she's, okay. So again, if you were looking at the screen instead of listening on your phone. She's a you little skeptical, she's but she's clearly just. clearly suspicious yeah, of this. But she's just like, okay, let's keep going. And then he. He's about to like open this other door, gets into a huge fight, and she's like, David, are you there? Are you okay? 
that's just As like he's being slammed against the door with yeah. like the force of a car. Yeah, and so and electrocuted. Oh, but then oh, because uh, sorry, we forgot to get into this, but they they can't teleport very well if they're electrocuted, electrocuted, which is explained away as hard to do that with a thousand volts running through your brain. Mia, do you want to know how many volts are in an electric chair on standard? This is something that I googled as part of the research for this podcast. <laughs> Please tell me. It's two thousand. So he's getting half an electric chair into him. And we're just supposed to believe he's like, oh, man, this is like uncomfortable. Uh, he's I like, huh, it tickles. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's so There's many... also one point where he is being electrocuted and he teleports an entire, or I guess like not an entire building, but A an entire apartment. apartment underwater. And everyone is not instantly no, babe, he's electrocuted he's... to death. Because he's built different. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so after this whole Coliseum debacle, he's like, all right, let's go. And she's like, where are we going? He's like, we're going to go back to the hotel. And she's like, okay. <laughs> she's just like, can you tell me what's going on? And he's like, that's fine. And so then he goes to uh, jail, I guess. And they like, he gets out and she's like waiting. And she's like, what's going on? I was like waiting for eight hours. And he's like, I don't know. Anyways, I think you They told to me I could go. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to take you home. And she's like, okay. So no, she, <laughs> she does not just say, okay. He has to like force her into the taxi with him. Not you are really. Not, no, no, no. Not There's no forcing. There's no forcing. He's like, get in. And she's kind of hesitant. And he's like, get the, he's like, get in. And he's like, she's like, okay. So she goes in. And then, so they're at the, they're at the airport. And she's just kind of like, what the fuck is going on? And she's like, what's in your backpack? What's in your backpack? And he's like, fine, I'll show you my backpack. Because there's a whole thing that where he won't give his backpack to like it's the valet at the hotel. Yeah. He won't let it out of his sight or yeah. whatever. Yeah, he's like, so, Dora the Explorer. He's like, no, nah, I'm not yeah. going anywhere without my backpack. <laughs> uh, so he opens the backpack and it's just like a bunch of money. And she's just like, oh my God, wow. Doesn't question it. Yeah, it's just like a couple like rolls of cash. It doesn't even look like that insane of an amount of money. Like you can't even tell but what like, bills it is. It could just be like 50 wadded up ones, you know? Like, it's and then not- he's like, oh, I can't follow you either. If someone showed me a huge bag of money and was like, oh, sorry, you're going to have to go home. I'd be like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, but would you? what would you do? Would you follow them at that? At that point, you're assuming they're robbing C- banks. And call you the police! Get out of there. That's what I would do. I'd be like, what is going on? I she, don't. She might be an accessory. Why, why does she want to go? She doesn't want to go to Italian jail. <laughs> but babe, that's how you Mario learn. Mario and Luigi are there. <laughs> that's how you learn Italian. Um, and so she just goes back home and then she's at her apartment and he shows up. Because he teleported in her house and she's like, she looks at him. She's like, why are you in my house? And he's like, well, I tried to buzz and, you know, you didn't answer. She's like, so you just break in? He's like, yeah. She's like, okay, you should leave. Excuse me? He broke into your apartment? You don't even know how he got there? He went through like a sliding door? The sliding door was closed. Well, he went through a sliding door on the balcony. I know, but she's just not on like the third floor. nothing's registering to her. It's like this is not no, like No, she's like this is suspicious. I'm kicking you kind out of my apartment. But then she's all like you can leave now. She's not freaking out or anything. It's just kind of like a ugh, this is annoying. Like, oh, you keep showing up and being Don't you weird. hate it when your stalker teleports into your apartment? Yeah. So ugh, annoying. So annoying. Just the girly thing. I don't think that you're giving her enough credit. I don't know. She was kind of just... I don't think... Again, I don't think that her portrayal was good. I think that you were oversimplifying some of the plot aspects of this movie. I don't know. I just didn't think she was that smart. And, like, there's just so many red flags that she was just ignoring and, like, not registering. I'm like, well, you know, you are from Ann Arbor, uh, Michigan. So, you know, it's a small town. You don't know what's going on. You never left. So, um... But, yeah, those... I mean, the characters were not as good as I thought they could be. To be honest, I think that was a really weak point. And the other weak point was... I, I the- think that the, I think the acting on the main two characters was fairly dry and 
you know, like, yeah, it was you, very they just, bland. They made it hard to care about them no. because they sounded like they were reading off of cue cards. And I think it's just like, it's like a, uh, like what? Pretty privilege where it's like, I'm going to get booked because I look good. But do I act good? No, but people like looking at me and they're like, well, true. And so that's how they get roles. I don't know. I just, I think they're just, bland. you said it, not me. I, hey, I know. Um, but, uh, fun fact about the Coliseum, uh, <laughs> this, they don't usually, Oh, is it, is it that down underneath where there, uh, there's that, those catacombs, that's where all the, all the fighters and the animals were because Rachel Bilson's character explains that to Hayden Christensen's character. Like, it's like an unknown fact. She's like, Oh my God, did you know this? It's like, yeah, I told you she's dumb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you like look down and it's like, yeah, like, like good no, job. I, I feel like everybody knows that. This no, is not, you just like, like you like pass her in the not, head. He's like, whoa, good job. You yeah. got you it's got like, it's you like got you, big fact. <laughs> it's like you when you tell me something about a cat. Like you look at a stray cat and you're like you're like oh for like the seventeenth time and you tell me some fact about cats and I'm like oh yes good job I didn't know thank you. I'm never talking to you again. <laughs> um, but anyways, the Coliseum they don't usually have film movies there, so um, they only could film. Wait, did they have? Did Hayden Christensen have to break them in? No, no. <laughs> They could only film for three days and they can oh. only do it uh, like a couple hours in the morning and a couple hours in the afternoon. They can't use any equipment. None of the equipment could touch the ground mm. and they could only use natural light. Mm. So it was just like this huge, like, like part of the movie and they had to like just cram it in and all in three days because they didn't want tourists to get suspicious. Maybe, maybe like in the afternoon is like the They didn't break. want tourists to get suspicious of why the Coliseum was closed and teleport their way in and then yeah. create the plot of this movie. Yeah, they're like, oh. statues during yeah. a fight scene. Exactly. They're like, this happens all the time. Yeah. So, fun fact there. Um, also, fun fact, uh, Hayden Christensen is Canadian and some of the, some of the snowy parts were um, shot in Canada. Yeah. I, I feel like everybody knows he's Canadian. Yes. But in the bar, there's a song going on by one of his favorite Canadian bands. And he wanted that in. Wow, he really had some strong production power. He was flexing that A-list actor muscle. Yeah, he was, uh, he was, uh, what do you call it, um, method acting. Yeah, you could sort of see, just like watching this movie, why he didn't become, you know, this like giant, you know, franchise no. Helmer that I think... He's pretty as hell. I'll give him that. He's a very handsome man. But he cannot act. I am so sorry, Hayden Christensen. I, see, I disagree. I think that he does not have the charisma to play he like has a leading man zero charisma, in babe. a non-IP property. No, zero. But I think that he, I don't, I don't want to say that he can't act. I've seen him act. I've seen, I've seen Shattered Glass. I saw Life is a House, you know, like I think. Yeah, he, he can scream. Yeah, he's really good yeah, at he's that. He's good at playing. He, he's, he's good at screaming. He's a character actor for angsty teens. And mm -hmm. we'll see where that takes him as he enters his 30s. Yeah, like. Like Hayden Christensen has riz until he opens his mouth and talks. And you're like, ugh, ugh, ugh. I don't know if it's going to be worth that. But anyway, so, I mean, the movie was okay. It was mid. Was I mad that I watched it? No, I mean. Yeah, it was, it's like 90 minutes. You're in and out. It's, 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 it's very surface, surface level. There's worse ways to spend one hour and yeah. one half hour. This isn't genre changing. Which, which this according is... to Mia, is uh -huh. two and a half hours. Shut up. This isn't genre changing. This isn't like, you know, it's just like a fun little like, oh, okay, cool. And then I will probably forget about this movie within the next month. Um, but I can't because we're doing, I mean, if I would have just watched it naturally on my own, I would have forgotten it. But I, I, I read the entire origin book for Griffin. Oh, God. character. Oh, actually, this, this movie is actually based on a trilogy. Did you know that? I did books. not know that. Yeah. So... 
uh, it's a trilogy uh, of books. I need to read these books. I guess they're they're very different from the movie, and I think that's why some fans of the books were kind of mad about this movie. They like changed his name and like changed. I guess he was only supposed to be the only jumper in the world, but then you know this Griffin character they made up. For God knows what. I don't know why they need to drag Jamie Bell into this. Um, but yeah, so this movie was open. So the director was like, "Yeah, I want to. I've like planned out like three other movies for this," and then. Because the ratings were so low. I actually did well in the box office. It was pretty decent. But for some reason, he was just like, eh, I guess we're just never going to make another one. Because it got low reviews. And I just mm. don't think people like really liked it. Yeah, the, the theaters didn't, you know, the studios didn't think that people would come back for a sequel. But that's what this movie suffers from. It's like, it's yeah. too full of itself to think that it's going to hit a sequel. And it never fucking does. So the story doesn't make any goddamn sense sometimes. And it's just like... These also, no ends. one dies except for the cannon fodder, so you know that they were planning on bringing all these characters oh, back. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, Including Diane Lane. Maybe bigger role in the sequel. Yeah, Diane Lane had a, like, maybe, like, five minutes on screen. She she acted circles around Hayden Christensen. Yeah, that's, that was, that was God, a rough... God that bless. Was a, that was a rough thing for him. He was, you know, he had to show up in those movies. It's like, you know, Ugh. it's like Michael Jordan playing against high schoolers. Exactly. Right? Yeah um anyways so yeah so that was jumper and now we move on to another anyway game. griffin's origin story is really sad his oh. parents you know i really don't in front care of him. i don't he, care he falls in love with an older woman who's also killed by by the i don't care. by the paladins i don't like him i really don't care okay well he's a weird looking dude <laughs> i just didn't like his hair i didn't like his axe i just did not like him he just gave me the ick Sorry, I don't. I don't know how else to explain it, but just his character was. All right, like, Mia, what movie are you bringing us next in in Christensen myths? Well, that, you know, we're that gonna I can poop all over <laughs> while not watching. I, you know what? I'm very deliberately. You all are going to be able to tell in the next podcast. I'm just not going to pay very much attention, and then I'm going to complain about the movie the whole time. Well, we'll see how that goes. I'm bringing a little movie that I've never seen either, um, and it's a 180 from an action movie. It's a little rom com called Little Italy, and it's supposed to be. Who's who's in Little Italy? Wait, is this when he gets stuck in Italian jail? No. <laughs> yes, this is the sequel to Jumper. <laughs> it's the sequel to Jumper. No, it's like a Romeo and Juliet style kind of movie with Hayden Christensen and Emma Roberts. Oh no. Yeah, this was made a couple years ago. <laughs> okay, well, all right. I guess we're uh, we're watching that next for Christensen myths. I've never seen it. I'm so excited to watch it. So. Great. Yes. Well, as Christensen Miss continues, we hope that you all are, you know, remembering the Remember. real reason for the season. Yeah, put, and... uh, keep the Christensen and Christensen Miss. You yeah, know? exactly. That's yeah. that's what we're doing here at this podcast. Even though we hate him. <laughs> no, hey, hold on. Hate him. You, you hate him. Okay. I, I, I think he's underrated. No, I've come to terms that he is acting like a board, basically. Yeah. Like a piece of plywood. That's his acting. But a piece of plywood that looks really nice. You know, it's going to be a really sad day for Hayden Christensen's agent when they discover this podcast yeah. series. And they're like, oh, man, Hayden, you got a bunch of fans that are going through your old film, your non-Star Wars yeah, filmography. You, you know, your SEO is like, you know, your name's coming they're up. like, this is great. And then they listen to it and it's just you like talking about how much you hate him. Hayden Christensen, if you're out there listening, listen, listen, baby. He's divorced now, so keep that in mind. Baby he boy. Oh, well, listen. You can coast off of the Star Wars thing. And that's completely fine. That's okay. Just keep doing that. You're good at that. 
just not a lot of other things. So um, just keep getting that money. Raise those. I think he has two girls or something. Raise those baby girls. Live your life. You yeah. know, don't act in any more movies, please. <laughs> if it's not Star Wars. <laughs> I, I think he's like semi-retired from acting other than Star Wars. Good. For the most part. He stayed, he Good was, for him. I thought it was so that he could take care of the kids and Rachel Bilson could keep acting. But evidently. Rachel Bilson does not act anymore. She has not done anything. I, I think she's in stuff. No, not really. Yeah, she was on some CW show. That's, that's still, it. That's got to still be going. Heart of Dixie, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. That's it. It's, it's not even still... still... No! no. Okay. Well... <laughs> even well. Riverdale's not going anymore. The oh. CW's dead. All right. Well, Anyways. Sucks for her. Sorry. <laughs> she got divorced and her show got canceled. That's rough. That's rough. Hopefully they make Jumper 2. They could get these crazy kids back together. Yeah, we kindled the romance. Anyways, everyone, have a safe and happy Christian submiss, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>